0: Welcome to episode 11 in series 2 of the Outside and Active podcast. We're launching a competition on Earth Day, which is Friday the 22nd of April, for you to be in with a chance of winning a Vango Osiris 500 Air 10 or one of two Zenith 400 sleeping bags. To enter, please visit outsideandactive.com forward slash Vango hyphen comp. That's V-A-N-G-O-C-O-M-P. hyphen In this episode, Ashley Cox talks to Jenny Faulkner, TV and radio presenter Jenny ran her first marathon in 2009 and was clearly bitten by the running bug as she's now training for her ninth marathon. Jenny is also host of the Run Pod podcast. With a full-time job and as a mother, it's hard to get the training in, so Jenny talks about how half marathons actually fit better into her work and family life and how she's added reformer pilates into her routine. We hope you enjoy the episode. Sports Tours International provide the opportunity to participate in the world's biggest marathons, take on the most challenging sportives, and watch some of the toughest bike races on the planet. As international travel partner of the six world marathon majors, including TCS New York Marathon, Tokyo Marathon, Boston Marathon, BMW Berlin Marathon, TCS London Marathon, and Bank of America Chicago Marathon, as well as the VIP tour operator of the three grand tours and five monuments of cycling, they get people of all ages and from all walks of life to the starting line or in prime spectator view. Find the next event to inspire your running at sportstoursinternational.co.uk. It's not just mass participation you could choose either. They also have an exclusive partnership with the world's number one training resort, Club La Santa in Lanzarote, to accommodate anybody looking for training or active holiday at this incredible sports leisure resort. Try your hand at over 500 different activities and enjoy recovery in the sunshine and an array of wellness facilities for all ages, abilities, whether solo, groups, couples and families. To find out more, head over to UK.
1: Jenny, thank you so much for taking some time out to chat to us at Outside and Active. Welcome.
0: Thank
2: you. This is fancy, isn't it? It is very fancy. But it's strange because outside there, there are so many people. So it feels like we're in a cam zone in here.
1: It's really nice. Just escape a little bit. (laughs) Thank you um, for agreeing to share your story. What I would love to just start with is sort of what was day one? for running for you how did you get started why did you get started because there'll be a lot of people who look at you and think she's so amazing at running and she's got it all together and but
2: everyone starts somewhere so where did you start um well I started ages ago now so I can't believe how long ago it was so it would be like 25 years ago and I was working as a presenter in Glasgow and I was at uni in Leeds and so I was commuting around I didn't have time to do any any sports No one was a member of gym then, you know. So the only exercise I could ever do was a team sport. I couldn't do it because of my work. So I thought, right, I'm going to have to try something else. And I'd put on a bit of weight. And I thought, right, I'm going to give running a go. (laughs) And I'd only ever done like short runs Mm. when I was growing up. So the aim was to run for half an hour without stopping. I didn't have any of the right kit. I had really baggy men's M&S and um, tracksuit bottoms, yep. <laughs> trainers that probably weren't really that good for running in. Big jumper. I had a, a discman. Love and did, it. And I, I shoved it in my bra so it didn't bounce up and but down. The,
1: yeah. The, yeah. The
2: sound used to stop. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. And <laughs> it was really big as well. <laughs> yeah. So and I put that on and off I go. And it took me it took me a couple of months to be able to run for half an hour without stopping. But I did it, and it was just ran around central Glasgow, and then and it was I always remember it being so cold, It'd, but. I just love the feeling Mm. of finishing and your face is red. And I had like really bright red legs and um, I had burning in the back of my throat because, you know, you're just starting out. And so then the aim was to maybe do that run a little bit quicker. And so then I did. And then before long, I was running to my friend's house who lived out of Glasgow. And then I was running 10 miles. And then I got to the point where I went, oh. I wonder how far I can run. And I would run just for fun on a weekend, maybe 12 miles. And then I realised, OK, I'm I'm actually a runner. Yeah, you gave yourself that title. Yeah. And then I started just taking trainers wherever I went. So I'd go away filming and I'd get up. This is when you know a runner, isn't it? Because you get up an hour before everyone else, so at five or six in the morning, just to go for a run.
1: Oh, it's the best way to start the day, isn't it, though? Because... That moment when the alarm goes off, there's always that moment when I think, should I go? Or is the hour of sleep more valuable? You know, especially as a mom, you think, trying to weigh it up. But then you get back and you think, yeah, I'm so glad I actually did that. Uh,
2: You do. You you sit there and the alarm goes and you do go, no, I regret this. But actually, (laughs) you've just got to always remember how good you'll feel afterwards. And then I always say, well, I might not be able to do it later. And yes, yeah, starting the day with a run is better.
1: I just have no energy in the afternoon by the time. I always have good intentions. So if I don't get it in in the morning, I think, no, I will. I'll do it. You know, when my husband gets home, we'll go out and you look outside and it's really dark and all your energy has gone. Yeah. And yeah, it's, just not well, it's easy to
2: put it off if you delay it. Yeah, if you do it, you've done it. and Then you can just get on with your day.
1: Brilliant. So you're famed for being um, a big fan of the London Marathon. How many times have
2: you run it now? Um, well, I've completed it eight times and unfortunately you know there's a couple of times where I did have places but i was pregnant one year yeah. and then i was injured so then i deferred and ran it a different year so i would love to get to 10 marathons and i know you know for many people especially people here today that's nothing they've done 10 marathons you in a hear year
1: stories
2: i know so but for me 10 marathons would be something that I'd be proud to have achieved so is
1: that the next goal is that what you're aiming for so I'd
2: like to do a marathon if I can this year that would be great and um, but I ultimately I would like to just get faster half marathons because a half marathon is much more doable for training mm. um I love the marathon it's just quite time consuming and when as many people know when you've got your full-time job and your mum and you know you're working quite bizarre hours mm. it's great to get the training in. But you can't always. And you do need to commit to marathon training. But half marathon is almost a little bit more forgivable because the distances aren't so long. So you can fit that training in a lot easier. Um, So I'd like to work on improving my half marathon time.
1: So you're quite competitive. Time time is a big thing. Are you always trying to beat it?
2: Do you know what it is? It's, It's not... I, I'm not competitive with other people because everyone, you know, has their own level of fitness and their own ability. But for me, I'm quite competitive with myself and I'd like to make myself proud. Mm. Don't do it for anyone else. No one else cares what your time is, really. Yeah. But I care what my time is. And so, so I always kind of have a goal in mind. But quite often when I'm running, do you ever do this? You're running and you're like, right, I think my goal's going to change now. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe going to be a bit, a bit Yeah, sore. you give yourself
1: excuses. Yeah, you know, I'm really tired today, yeah. so I'm just going to take it a little bit easier. And obviously I've just um, been listening to you speak on the stage and there was definitely the ultra word mentioned during that conversation. That is conversation.
2: Mike Seaman, right? Mike Seaman, who gets everyone to sign up for events. Yeah. Well, he is clearly the king of getting people to commit to running. Yeah. So he has this and he did say, look, I'd love you to come and do one. He's, I know he's doing a really great event in scotland this year and it starts in my like hometown okay and um i I grew up a few minutes away from where they're starting and it's something I've always wanted to do and um, it's just whether it's compatible with my work because at the moment it's not That's looking good. possible
1: yeah with that ultra you're gonna need a couple of days recovery as well at yeah. like the other yeah. end I imagine so well when you're rubbing shoulders with people like Susie Chan as well I guess that ultra word is always going to crop up in conversations
2: but they may right so Susie, Yoon, Mike, um, Suzanne Shaw, when you chat to all these people who some of them have never done an ultra before and they go and sign up and Sophie Rayworth as well. OK, so I chat to all of them. They're all like, you should do it. You'll love it. But then immediately after, when you talk to them about it, they had a hideous time. I don't think
1: anyone enjoys it while they're doing it, is no. the consensus. But they still manage to sell it. So
2: there must be, I think... Doing something like that is quite an achievement. I think that's it. It's in its bucket list talk, isn't it? It's sure. something that I think that everyone should do a marathon because it's you know it's a great thing to tick off your bucket list. Um, everyone should do some of these events, and an ultra for me is on there.
1: I think it's. Uh, Something in that achieving something that you never thought you would be able to do. And I know, I mean, I don't run long distances, but I always told myself there's no way I could run a half marathon. There's just no way I'm not built for it. I'm always injured. And you just uh, get to a certain point where you're sick of hearing yourself say, I won't be able to do that. So did you, so you do go, it? yeah, I did. And I've done seven or eight now, and you go and do it. But then that goal moves and then you think okay what am i going to do next and yeah yeah, it's a dangerous cycle
2: yeah half marathons are great though yeah
1: it's a lovely distance it is
2: also that well every event i've done to be honest i have never run a race that hasn't had an amazing atmosphere and that's the thing there are people that that win there are people that smash it and run at the front and are really fast and to be honest uh maybe 11 years ago I was one of the people that was quite up the front Mm -hmm. and always sprinting and not shattered at the end but things have changed for me and I'm not one of those and I'm never going to win a race and I don't mind I'm fine with that Um, but just taking part and doing events like this it's just it's just such a great feeling and it makes you feel makes you feel a bit like an athlete for the short period yeah. of time that you're running and just I just I just think it's a really um it's something that makes you proud of yourself
1: for yeah absolutely it's good for the soul isn't it yeah so do you think um what does your sort of general training week look like are you really good at getting out and running as many times as you should do you sort of
2: plan it around yeah. what events you're doing so um well, there are no events for me at the moment I think there's um, my, I've got a half marathon in the spring but I um, I've not kind of set aside a strict okay. training regime but uh, other than that um, for me I always allow myself a day off so it's usually a Sunday Sunday's usually my totally lazy day because it's my only day off work okay so I don't do anything on a Sunday and then every other day I try and run or go to the gym um, or I'm trying to introduce some more stretching because actually a lot of my injuries that I've had over the years have been from tight hamstrings and mm-hmm. tight glutes so I've just started I mean like I've had one session so okay. far at Reformer <laughs> pilates and okay. it's just in the hope that I can stretch out and avoid any future injuries because stretching runners love talking about stretching but not always necessarily doing it because it's a bit boring to be it quite is. honest it's and not...
1: warming up and cooling to I, oh. I've, I've got a torn quad at the moment from you know it'd be really good people tell me I should go do sprint sessions. so I walked out my front door and I started sprinting up the street and tore my quad. Um, But yeah, we don't like doing the strength and the stretching and the warming up and cooling down. Are you pretty good
2: at that? Do you factor that into your week? So I do. So I try and do some strength training. Not always does it kind of get the time that it needs because of um, work and whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm trying to aim to get two strength training sessions in a week. And sometimes that might be as simple as going to Barry camp, Barry's mm. Bootcamp, camp which is half sprinting on the treadmill and half weights mm. but for me I'm like okay well I'm at least I'm doing strength training in there and it's it does seem to have a good effect and uh then I've got the stretching now with the pilates which I think is important and the reason I'm doing the reformer is because it still feels like it's it's quite hard and mm. it's quite um, strenuous because I tell you really calm quiet yoga and pilates isn't oh, my stomach <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. My stomach just And <laughs> um, really, uh, stri- really relaxing yoga and Pilates isn't for me. I get a bit bored. So you like the adrenaline? I like to do something that kind of makes you feel like you've had a workout.
1: Do you think that's maybe why you love the events? Do, do you go? Would you go and push yourself to run a marathon distance without anyone, without the event side of things?
2: I, I would do if I felt like I was physically able to do it. I love those days. Do you not love those? You go out for a run. And, I, do you know, I have a Facebook group and it's just people that go out running all the time. So often someone's gone, I just went out for a 5K, came back 15 miles later.
1: It, those days are few and far between, but you just feel like you're on fire. Yeah, it's such they're a good amazing. feeling. are amazing.
2: So you have done that? I have done that, but I did it more years ago before, you know, I had to go, oh, I've got an hour, I've got an hour to run or I'm going to run my commute because it's the only time I can fit it in. So, but before when, you know, you've got a day free and there's nothing on and it's nice weather, yeah, go out and run and just listen to stuff and just run because you're enjoying it and see how long you're out for. So do you tend to run alone? Yes, I do. I'm not very good at talking and running. I get really out of breath. Yes, i do and um sophie ray was a friend of mine and i think she's actually given in asking me to go for a run with her legs. So i'm like mm. i did go with her once and she can talk and not get out of breath at all it shows that her lung capacity is so much better than mine but yeah i find it quite hard and also i quite like the fact that um in a busy day you've got that time to yourself and selfishly you can listen to a podcast yeah and it's it, it's like just your time to catch up on things or you can think about work you've got to do or you can be creative. And if you're chatting to someone, which is really lovely, it's not quite the same. You don't get that time out.
1: Yeah. It's almost like a therapy session, isn't it? When you're running with someone and you. Talking backwards and forwards.
2: Although in saying that, years ago, I used to go training with my friend Ben and we would meet up and go for a run and we would come home and I would work out that I'd run 22 miles. Mm -hmm. And I was in agony the next day, but we just would meet for a run and then miles would pass. So actually, if you do have a running buddy and you do want a good catch up, then it can absolutely take the kind of the thought of running out of your mind.
1: And I think if you can get past that, it's, I mean, everyone says it, but it is so true, isn't it? If you can just get out of your own head. So that's why I love your podcast, because sometimes when you get to that point during a run, just having someone whispering in your ear, talking about running or being really inspiring or that moment they got over huge obstacles, you think, okay, well, I can finish this run. I should just keep going. So are you a podcast
2: or music listener when you're running? So I used to be a music person. And then I got to the point where I because I was running pretty much every day, I had listened to the same music over mm-hmm. and over and over again, and you know some music you don't want to listen to when you run, and I I just had the same playlist. Like sometimes I would go on the treadmill and I'd only listen to Mr. Brightside. Okay. I listen to it like eight <laughs> times, and then I get off. And so I mean, that so I I thought I need to listen to something else. So I tried podcasts, and at the time, so I um, created RunPod uh, three and a half years ago, and. At the time, there weren't many podcasts in terms of what you would choose to listen to at running. Sure. There were funny ones, there were informative ones, but nothing that really was engaging uh-huh. as you ran. Nothing that made you want to keep running. Sure. And so I thought, right, I think I need to come up with a podcast that while I'm listening to someone talk about how great running is, they'll remind me how great it is. And they'll make me want to keep running, and then they'll tell me why I need to keep running, and that's basically how RunPod was created.
1: Amazing. So do you do you have a piece of advice that you've obviously spoken to so many people over the last three and a half years for RunPod? Do you have a piece of advice that really sticks in your mind that you think oh, it's just a golden nugget that everyone yeah. should
2: know? Well, the the biggest thing actually is that if you're thinking about going for a run, don't think about it, just go for a run. Because I think that's the mistake so many people make is they think about it, they dwell on it, they wear their athleisure wear, but they don't actually go out the door. And actually the hardest thing to do when coming to running, whether you're starting, whether you're going on your 20 mile training run, whatever, the hardest part is going. And we all can find so many reasons to delay it or to put it off. And then actually by doing that quite often, you don't get to do the quality run that you wanted to. So um, the hardest thing, getting out the door just do it, get up, do it, leave your clothes out the night before, just get up, just get out and just do it. And then, you know, plan everything you've got to do while you're doing that. Mm. So don't do it before you go, plan it whilst you're running. And I actually, that's the one advice I've got, because the more you delay it, the less likely it is that you will go ahead and do it anyway.
1: Brilliant. Well, I think that's a great piece of advice. Thank you so much for chatting to us today.
2: Lots of tidbits
1: of information for people who maybe haven't run very
2: much so far um, and for those season runners as well. Yeah, thank you you for having me. I love it here. It's so fun. I literally am now going to go back out and probably, I'm like a kid in a (laughs) sweet shirt.
1: It's like runner's paradise, isn't it? It's
2: runner's paradise. If you're not a runner, probably not your idea of heaven.
1: But for (laughs) me, it's amazing. We get to go talk about running all day. Exactly. Thank Thank you, you, Jenny. I appreciate
0: it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Outside and Active Podcast. If you've been enjoying what you've been listening to, please don't forget to subscribe via your favourite podcast player or head over to outsideinactive.com forward slash podcast to sign up for our regular newsletter packed with top tips, how-tos, and other inspiring guests. You'll also get 10% off the Outside and Active shop when you sign up today. Until next time, enjoy the outside.